Hey, hockey moms, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. And now a word from tonight's sponsor. Hey, hockey moms, welcome back to another episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. Tonight's episode five is brought to you by Technically Right. Technically Right offers business and technology solutions for all of your company's needs. If you find yourself at your computer or continuing to say, what the fuck, goddamn computer, I can't figure this out, what the hell, give Rob a call at Technically Right, 315-244-1939 for all of your technology needs. He's our man at Blue Line Hockey Club, and he can get you up and running today. Give him a call, 315-244-1939. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. Tonight we have episode 38 coming at you with the usual suspects. We have Pat Uncle Sullivan. What's up, Patrick? Aloha. And our local nerd on staff, Robbie P. Peters. Hey, how's your mom and them? Yeah. And the all-around sports guru, Derek D-Train. He too. What's up, D-Train? That's us, we knows. You know. And you're... Your host tonight, Mark the Doctor Morley. Oh, Doctor. Oh, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, special guest sitting in with us tonight, Jason Livery. Jason from uh, Headstrong Graphics. Jason, what's up? How's it going, guys? Hey, thanks hey, for man. coming on, Jason. No problem. Where are you? Glad to be where, here. Where are you at? You out in Central Time Zone? I know that, but where do you live? Yeah, we're. Um, I'm down here in Gulfport, Mississippi. Mississippi, a lot of hockey going on in Mississippi these days. Yeah, I mean it, it's everywhere. I mean everywhere you go, you can't you can't, you can't get away from it. It's like I, I walk out, I walk out my front door, and there's guys, you know, skating in the in the street. It's it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I haven't caught a, a game in Mississippi in a while, so that's a you new get one. any uh, yeah. alligator meat down there, Jay. Oh yeah, it, it, man, you, you, you gotta have the alligator, especially in like sure, your uh, gumbo and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Gotta try it. <laughs> so in Mississippi, do they call turtle uh, cooter like they do in Florida? <laughs> yeah. You guys heard about that? <laughs> no. Go, go to Florida and like my grandparents were in Okeechobee, and on the menu they'd have something called cooter, and I'm like. You know, I'm like 17. I'm like, Grandpa, what the fuck's Cooter? I, I know Cooter as something else. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's Turtle. I was like, oh, I guess. Clam, Turtle, Cooter. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Jason, it's uh, I come across your stuff online and um, social media and LinkedIn and all the other social media networks out there. And it's really cool to see the masks. And for the listeners out there, Jade paints goalie masks. And uh, they're pretty intricate. So... I think everybody wants to know, like the four of us on the show would like to know, like where does the insight come from? Do they come with you, come to you with a certain design they want or just ideas and you put it on like a computer graphic and send it to them or how does it start out? Yeah, well, um, well, basically, you know, sometimes, you know, they, they are pretty adamant on exactly how they want it, what they want, you know, down to the T, you know, and, and they don't give you any artistic uh, freedom, but, um, but for the most part, I mean, they let you just kind of run with it. Um, I got a, a guy that works for me. He's up in New York as well. His name's Dennis Simone. Um, he's my my go-to guy. Does all my graphic stuff for me. Um, you know, 
I, it, it gets so busy, so it's hard for me to really sit down with each goalie, every you know, and go over their their designs, and then you know, do it on the computer, send it to them, have them look it over, make changes, and then try to paint them at the same time. You know, so I, I have Dennis usually work with my guys for me, and he kind of goes over their ideas with me, keeps me in the loop, and uh, we, you know, we'll brainstorm what they want, and then uh, Dennis usually gets out, you know, gets some renderings done for me um ahead of time and then you know once they sign off on it and say yeah this is what i want you know they, and, they, and they know it's not going to be exact it's just you know uh, to give them a rough idea of what it's going to look like and then um once it's time for me to start painting the actual mask i'll take that rendering and i'll put my own little twist on it put some extra added flares and you know my own my own personal touch to it so how did you start painting masks is this something that you uh you know were you painting like motorcycles or airbrushing other things or Where'd it come from? Well, yeah, man, like it, it's been a long career, man. It's fun. Uh, let's see, I, I started painting about 27, 28 years ago. Um, I grew up in Chicago, so I was always a Hawks fan, and I was always around hockey, you know, growing up. And uh, nice. I had a lot of buddies of mine playing hockey. You know, they always wanted goalie masks painted, and I was I was started painting some goalie masks for uh, a goalie coach up there in the Chicagoland area, is uh, Stu Gould. Um, I'm know a lot of the guys like. Um, and that you know from the midwest you know they 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 know who they know who he is but uh I was doing masks for him uh, you know just a little bit here on, on the side and um and my career kind of took off and I started doing other things painting bikes and you know motorcycles like you said and you know when the the Orange County Choppers thing was the big craze and everybody wanted motorcycles painted and you know so I I did that I was on Discovery Channel I did a couple of mo- uh motorcycles on the show Southern wow, Field nice, on man. Discovery awesome. Channel and yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it just kind of all went, came around full circle. You know, I, I was I, I kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything. And then um, uh, I met my wife uh, 11 years ago uh, last week. <laughs> it was our 11th year anniversary. But uh, yeah. I met her and uh, and uh, and she's military. She's actively military. And so when we got married, we got our first her first orders to go to St. Louis or outside outside of St. Louis. You know, and I was I wasn't painting masks at the time. You know, I was just kind of painting just whatever I can just kind of get my hands on. And uh, I'm like, I had to think of something to do. You know, with, with being able to move and and be able to paint. That's all I really know. You know, and so I said, man, I've always loved painting goalie masks. I wonder if I can just make this a full time thing and just try, you know, try it out and try to you know figure out how to do it. And uh, so that's when Headstrong Graphics was born. You know, um, we got I, we moved into. Uh, Belleville, Illinois, just outside of St. Louis, and um, I was hitting up all the little, the, all the rinks in the area, setting up a little uh, displays and doing uh, doing masks for the little guys, and and uh, I got my first opportunity with the with the Blues, and then just kind of skyrocketed from there. So, Jay, do you uh, do you remember your first mask and what that was, and how how did it turn out? The, my first, very first mask, or my first mask since I started my bit my company. Uh, I guess your first one ever, your first goalie mask that you ever worked on. Uh, my first goalie mask ever. I don't remember who it was for, but it was like this um, crazy skull-looking demon thing. I, I got the image in my head. I just—it's hard to explain. But yeah, I know. I know the mask. I just can't remember who it was for. Yeah, it was a long time ago. God, it was twenty—you know, twenty-plus years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but my first pro mask. I mean, my first mask. Not like not pro but uh you know it, it from when i started my business was um guy st vincent 
Okay. He was with uh, Fayetteville Fire Ants at the time. And, Fire uh, Ants. And then oh, yeah. from there, yeah, yeah. So I, I did his, and then um, and then from there I did the Larry Sterling's. When he was with the Mississippi uh, River Kings at the time, and uh, so it was, it was yeah. <laughs> Those yeah, are some old like masks a, right there. Seems like you got a lot of masks on your website now, and one of the ones that we came across was uh, the Clarkson Golden Knights, which is like a couple minutes down the ten road. Minutes from up, us. Ten minutes up the road. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just finished the uh, David Leggio's mask, he, and he, we, he's a Golden Knight uh, alumni. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's over in Europe now, right? He's in Europe. Yeah, he's, he's in Germany. He's playing for Wolfsburg uh, Grizzlies. Nice. Yeah, so we all, we all know yeah. that goalies are a little bit weird uh, to begin with. All of us played hockey here up through most of us played, you know, college hockey at some level. But um, what's, what's kind of the weirdest thing you've ever been asked to put on a helmet? Tits. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean, we've had, I've had some crazy beer league guys, you know. I mean, the, the moose knuckles and crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it, it, I, you can you can just imagine. <laughs> but nothing too crazy as far as like the pros go. But yeah, the beer the beer league guys are they're, they're fun. They're fun to do. Is it good to the point where you have to turn down? some of the masks and focus more on the higher profile stuff or just take everything. Yeah. some Yeah. Sometimes like, um, usually a, a few months out of the year, I'll, I'll kind of open up my calendar just for anybody, just every, any Joe blow to come to me. Usually it's usually around, I say March, April to around June or July. Those are usually like the four or five months right around there that I have, you know, extra time that I can do, do other stuff. But then, once July hits, all my NCAA teams kick in, and then from there, you know, you're getting then right. camp start, and then you're you know, doing the NHL guys and AHL guys, and then then all the other leagues underneath that kind of hit you at the last minute because they don't know who's going to be you know sent where, and so they kind of mad scramble at the last minute, you know, like hey, okay, you know, they, we just got so and so, and our opening day is next week, you know, and it's like yeah. you know, I freak out but, and start pulling you know <laughs> twenty hour days. Get to work. <laughs> Um, Jay, no. So let's say, um, you know, Jake Allen gets a hold of you, wants a, a design. Do you just get one helmet or do you get two or three? Do you get multiple ones or is it usually just one? How does that work? Um, well, each year we usually do two masks. It just depends. I, I, you know, honestly, I don't know the, all the stuff that you know, goes on and, you know, behind the scenes as far as what the equipment managers and, and management, you know, agree upon sometimes some years. I mean, we do, you know, get, you know, their, their primary mask and their backup mask. And some years they'll come and say, well, we just want one. He's going to use the backup from last year. Or, you know, so it, it, it changes. So it, it, you, know, you never know, but, but usually it's two masks, you know, they're, they're regular game mask and then a backup. And then, uh, then throughout the year, you'll get, you'll get thrown this, the extra, you know, cancer nights or military appreciation mask and, and things like that. So, Nice, nice. So, sorry to butt in. I said one more question. So, what what I really want to know is like how it starts. Like you said, you call a guy. You have a guy up in New York that does the graphics or whatever. So let's take Lundquist's his helmet for example. The detail on his helmet with the Statue of Liberty, um, some of the New York City skyline. Like, do you do that with like a microscope or? How does it tell the listeners like how 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 does how do you do that? Well, well, the the, the 
the longer the day goes, the, the better the art goes because the more paint I'm huffing, you know. I, <laughs> yeah, I turn right. yeah, all yeah. my. I, I, turn I was the wondering if there were some bomb hits just, involved or something, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, no, no masks, no nothing, you know. And by the end of the, you know, by five, by five o'clock, I mean my artwork is is on point, you know. Amazing. <laughs> 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 no, man, it's just uh, it takes time, you know. Practice over the years, you just develop a skill and you just kind of hone in on it, and you know. It's, Kind of how, how it works. That's what. But there's what like no, there's, there's no like stickers or anything, right? That's all freehand. Everything on an NHL goalie's mask is freehand painted. Not necessarily all the time. No. So there's how, all kinds of different. There's okay. all kinds of t- tricks of the trade that you know that that we use, and majority of the time it, it is painted. But there's little effects and different things that are done that you know we you know, use computers or vinyl or and things like that. And we'll, you know, and you clear over it. But for the most part, I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty much the all, all artwork, you know, as far as airbrush goes. Wow. So Eddie's mask down in Tampa Bay, that was pretty intricate uh, as far as like, who are the singers on this mask? Um, well, like which, well, or the one that he's wearing right now or the one that, all right. Well, the one I, well, I saw it on the back, website, so it looked like two singers on it. Like yeah, the, yeah. Well, we did. I did. I did a couple masks for him that are similar. Um, the one that he wore last night when he got called up from Tampa was actually last year's mask. Um, his current mask from this year that I painted, I actually have here with me. Um, Bauer had sent them, sent him the wrong size mask, I guess, or sent me the wrong size mask to paint for him. And then, um, you know, unbeknown to me, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't check. I don't check up with the goalies and make sure. Hey, is this what you know? I just. I do what they send me. You know, yeah. and. Um, uh, I guess the mask didn't fit, and he wasn't even able to wear it. So he want he, had sent me a new mask paint that I have to do the exact same design again, and um, I got to start that like next week. <laughs> but uh, but it, I, I'm I'm dreading it, and I know he's listening. Like you know, I told him about this thing, but I, I'm dreading it because man, I took so much I took I took so much time on that mask on this, this new one that we just did. I mean. The detail and stuff on it is just probably some of my best work. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I want the same thing. I'm like, oh boy, come on, man. But no, I, I don't. I don't. It, it's gonna be. It'll be fun. But, but yeah, his current mask is 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 just sick. It was probably one of my my favorite masks I've done, and I was glad when he said that you know he was gonna send it back to me and he was gonna sign it for me and send it to me and uh, to keep for my display. Man, I was so honored to have it because it's. Like I said, one of my favorites, but yeah, yeah, studio country, too, right? country singer. I'm sorry. How much time goes into one of these things? Oh my God. Um, well, Eddie's map uh, probably took me a little over a week, almost uh, two to paint it. Some masks, I mean, I could get done in a day, you know, it just depends on what it is. Um, it all is, you know, some just more of a basic graphic type stuff or, you know, stripes and a logo here, you know, there, you know, something simple. I usually get them done in a day, maybe two. But the the ones that have you know a lot more intricate designs and layers, images that they want custom you know photorealistic images they want painted you know that stuff takes time but yeah. So when you get to the NHL level and the AHL level, is that where you deal with the equipment managers and the uh, manufacturers and you know it's all done through the team you know paying you and asking you to paint stuff or did the goalies actually contact you and deal with you personally? Well. It, it depends if you've had, you know, prior, um, you know, if you worked with them in the past, 
you know, like I, I've got guys that I've been with, you know, for several years, you know, and as where they go, they, they just, they tell their, they tell their equipment manager, Hey, I want him to paint my mask. And, you know, it's equipment managers and, and, and so on. They, you know, they pretty much let the goalies pick who, you know, who they want. Some guys, they don't care. They just, they just, well, whoever, whoever you recommend, I, I, you know, I'm not bound to anybody. And, and if you're, you know, if you're in with that team or if you worked with them in the past, they'll throw you a bone and, and you get, you work with them and, luck you know you might get lucky and that and that goalie you know ends up liking what he's what you did for him and keeps using you for you know future you know and um so but yeah it, a lot of times you, if, if you've worked with the guys in the past they'll call you and say hey i got traded here or they'll text me or whatever and be like hey i'm here i need to get a mask done let's go over start going over to design work and then you know we'll, we'll, we'll do that and then i'll contact the equipment manager make sure you know we're on we're on page where who's paying for it and whatnot sometimes <laughs> You know, we work, we work with the, yeah, sometimes we work with the manufacturers like Bauer and stuff and where they pay me direct or, or, uh, you know, the team pays us or whether it could be the, their NHL affiliate or the AHL, you know, sometimes like if I do stuff for Texas, Dallas will pay for it. Or if I do stuff for, uh, Iowa, you know, uh, Minnesota will pay for it and, and so on, you know, so they just got to figure out, you know, do all the logistics and who's, who's doing what and then go from there. So who's some nice. of the, um, name some of the, Current NHL goalies, you got uh, your paint or your fingerprints on right now. Uh, currently, I, actually, I really don't have too many of anybody in there right at the moment. Most of my guys are AHL guys. I mean, I, I've got guys in the NHL that I've worked in the past, but none of them currently have my work on them right now. Well, I don't think. Name name some former NHL guys. Oh God, um, the uh, Jake Allen, uh, Brian Elliott, Yarrow Halak. Um, Kerry Ramo, Jonas Piller, Jim, Jimmy Howard, uh, Peter Moran, hey. uh, Jimmy's Grubauer. Jimmy's in my hometown, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, 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 I might not have them all like at the at the second, but I've done work for ev- just about every one of them, you know. So <laughs> it, it, and it, and it, like I said, it all depends on where they go and what equipment they certainly use, and it, there's there's so much behind the scenes stuff that people don't realize, and you know, when it comes to painting masks and and uh you know and, and keeping clients and and whatnot it's not always it's not always what people think are you a one-man show or you got other people helping you out uh as far as painting i i'm one man show i i get the mask i prep them i you know uh, i paint them i clear coat them and uh and i send them either if if the masks were, were already assembled when i got them i'll reassemble them and send them off or if I got them directly from Bauer or Vaughn or whoever, and, and I just got the shelves, then I'll just paint them and I'll send them to them, and they'll assemble them and uh, ship them off from there. So a lot of w- word of mouth probably goes on between uh, goalies and backup goalies. I'm sure, like you know, if you paint a helmet for a starter and the backup goalie sees it and they like it, you know, you pick up new clients that way. And it seems like you got oh, yeah, a lot of yeah. NCAA guys too. Oh yeah, from, yeah, you know, I got a lot outside. of NCAA guys. A lot of NCAA guys, which you know, I'm I'm excited because I like watching these guys, uh, you know, progress in their careers and then as they grow and you know, and they and they get called up in the bigger and better roles in, in their careers and, and they bring me along with them and it's it's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. What uh, yeah. show were you recently on for the History Channel? weren't you on a show recently too? Oh uh, no, it's coming up in February actually. It's, uh, oh, it's a show yet. called Toy Make. It, yeah, it hasn't aired yet. It's a uh, show called toy makers they were on um the velocity channel for a couple seasons and they just got picked up by history and um 
they they make their season three debut debut in February, and I'll be on that. Um, I painted a helmet for the show for the the guy that, that kind of runs the runs the show there, and um, you know he he'll be wearing it throughout the whole season and stuff. But yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Nice, nice. That's a good plug for you. Some good advertising. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You got you can't you can't go wrong with that when you got you know, millions <laughs> of people watching there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So Jason, so guys, is any more questions? A, yeah, I got a, I got a question. Is it kind of like a, you know, like to break into the NHL level? Is it kind of like cutthroat? I mean, is it, is there like a certain painter or something that has like a lockdown on that league? Or yeah, there's um, there's there's another one of my competitors. I'm not going to mention, but uh, yeah, don't but, do that. Yeah, fuck him. He does, he does, he does a lot of NHL guys, but he's, but he's been in the NHL. You know, arena for a long time, you know, and and he's just got he's got it built up a, a reputation with a lot of the teams and their equipment managers and and some of these you know the the veteran goalies and um, so and he works a lot with Bauer and Bauer and him have a good relationship so they throw him lots of bones and so he gets you know he gets a lot but uh, but we heard he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's a drunk. I, I'm not gonna. I, I, I'm not saying anything. I'm, 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 I'm going to keep saying <laughs> we'll say it. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no love lost there. Trust me. He, right, he knows right. how I feel about him. <laughs> so is, is Bauer like the main goalie mask maker in the NHL and the HL? They make most of the helmets there? I get Yeah, I, I can, they have a good majority. I, I don't know what, what their agreements are with, with a lot of teams. I know I've talked to a lot of guys. And they say, you know, they got these the contracts and this and that that they, you know, that they have to use their, their equipment. And, you know, so I, I don't know what all goes on with all that. I just nod my head and say, okay, yes, sir. Yes, no, ma'am. And I'll just paint the mask and mind my business. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> yeah, like a pretty fun career, got, man. Got a, yeah, it, it is, man. It, it, it actually is. It's pretty fun. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of cool perks, you know, you get to meet some cool guys and, uh, Get, you know, you go to you know, whenever you're in town or you want to see a game and you, you make a phone call and you get to hang out and go to see the players after the games and stuff. And it's it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoy nice. it. Nice. You just uh, built and, a new and studio. It's always right? fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's all, I'll get into that in a second, but it's all, another thing that's cool is that being able to watch your, your work on TV is kind of, kind of a, a bonus too, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, you get to, you know, I, I'm not paying attention to the game. I'm paying attention to the goalies, you know, the whole time. And I'm like, okay, let's watch, move your head. So, oh, you just took a shot to the head. I know I'm gonna get the call tomorrow. You know. <laughs> they do do a lot of TV time on goalie mess. I mean, they they do a lot of close-ups on the goalies' mugs when they're standing in net, and uh, you know, after a big save or you know, after a goal, they give the close-ups on the goalies to. I mean, I know the fans watching the games pay attention to what's on the masks. I know yeah, I do. For I, sure. I do. Mask, yeah. I want to see what, oh, yeah. what the goalie yeah. has on his mask because it's kind of like a personalization of that goalie and what you know thoughts are, I guess, on what yeah, he puts on his helmet. Yeah, but, well, yeah Dubnik yeah. of Minnesota has his kids on his helmet. Yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine uh, painted that mask. Um, Franny, he's uh, he's out of uh, Philadelphia. He does he does a lot of Dubnik stuff lately. But he's a cool guy. Very cool guy. Yeah, who's doing uh, Helen Bucks for Winnipeg? Do you know who's doing his mask? Honestly, I don't know. I I, I haven't seen it. Uh, I, it's ugly. Kind of, anyways. Kind of sounds weird. It should, it should be kind of Jason. Sounds weird, but I haven't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they 
they've been wearing uh in november a lot of the guys had like the purple masks some i don't know if he did any of those but it seemed like they had the uh cancer awareness masks yeah. i think jimmy howard yeah, had one couple of guys had one yeah, I had I had to I had to opt out for a few of those events this year because you know we just uh, we just relocated here to Gulfport because like a, I was telling you guys earlier uh, my wife's in active duty military so she got stationed to Biloxi, uh, Keesler Air Force Base and um, so we were kind of in the middle of moving and kind of in the, the middle of my peak season and I had to kind of turn some some of the stuff down this year because I wasn't going to be able to get it done in time and and actually and be able to pack and move my shop and all that stuff at the same time so what's your yeah, shop you got a new studio what's that like yeah it's, it's actually it's being built i have a temporary shop right now um that i'm working out of but uh my new my new full shop is gonna is is being built uh it's big you know 25 by 20 it's not really big but it's 25 by 25 custom shop it's gonna be completely laid out exactly how i want so it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun you know um i, I haven't had a shop in of my own in a long time of you know because we move a lot with my wife being military active duty and uh she's an officer so we move every four years so i've been kind of having to do like makeshift shops you know to keep me to keep me going this whole Is time this right in your and, house or yeah yeah it's actually we uh we bought a house and some land and uh, we're building the, the shop on our on our land so yeah it's gonna oh, be really, nice. really cool so i'll actually finally have something of my own you know so i'm looking forward <laughs> to it that's yeah, great, man. If you if you move in four years, someone will be able to turn that little shop into a meth lab. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have running water in there and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, so Jay, just real quick, want to uh, just give a plug to your website or your, any other thing you want to plug right now, as far as people to find you online and figure out how to get your charities, anything. Um, yeah, I mean, you can do go to headstronggraphics.com. Um, it's just the it's, it's headstrong with the G R A F X as, as far as graphics is spelled. dot com, or you can find me on Facebook, um, facebook. dot com. S H. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm drawing. I, I, you can't tell I've been painting all day already. You know, I can't <laughs> think. So. But uh, it's, it's Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> it's Facebook. dot com forward slash slash uh h s g r a f x and then you can find me on twitter or instagram at headstrong graphics nice and also on linkedin too i see on linkedin quite a bit we'll put all that yeah, information up too on our on our website so that uh, yeah, there's some clarity there yeah that'd be awesome i really appreciate that yep yep thanks for coming Perfect. on jay no no problem man. I, I appreciate you guys having me man it's been fun yeah we'll get like you rambling but no, yeah, no, no, no. Good, the good stories, man. Good stories. Yeah, I've always wondered what goes in, like behind the scenes of goalie masks. You know, it's like yeah. something I never really talked to anybody about. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely different. You know, a lot, like you said, most people don't know. You know, or you know, sometimes you, you you'll paint a mask for somebody and you'll see comments. All these people, oh, he should have done this, or he should have done that, and you know, it's like, well, you know, or they say, oh, I don't like this mask, like I did the other mask. Well, it's like, well, it's not your mask. To begin with, <laughs> secondly, you know, you don't even know, you know, you don't even know what was what was behind this mask. I mean, this is, you know, like Jake, for for instance, when I do a lot of stuff, I used to do paint for uh, for Jake Allen, you know, and he always wanted old school, just plain graphics, no fancy flares and highlights and crazy depth. He just wanted old school flat graphics, 
every time and everybody would always hate it and then i'm like come on jake let me do it I, you know let me do something cool let me do something cool and he just never he was not into it and you know and so <laughs> you, you read people's comments read people's comments and it's like well you know it's not you, you're bashing the artist and it's like well what what the hell did i do i didn't do anything well, i'm just doing what the guy wants me to do right exactly if, if you want the mask to look different then you call me and i'll paint one for you and you can pay me <laughs> <laughs> fuck you pay me yeah <laughs> right exactly exactly who, who am i who am i to say anything other ones giving me the money what the hell i'm not gonna argue with them <laughs> so what jason what if before you go like what if some like you know we're in like a really like kind of a hockey hotbed up here in uh northern upstate new york so what i mean if would you like if some like high school kid wanted to get a helmet painted, would you? Is that something you would do? Yeah, I'll paint a mask for anybody. Um, but I try to I try to limit the time frames that I do those masks. Yeah. Like, between like April, March, April to June or July, you know, and that's five, four or five months. Sure. Because um, those, other than that, you know, usually throughout the rest of the year, I, you know, I'm pretty pretty slammed with you know my my team clientele, you know, and they, they kind of get top priority over everybody else because they come Absolutely. to me every year and, you know, and they, they, they pay my, you know, they, they keep me busy, you know, they give me every, all their guys and they, and they're, and they're here every year. So I gotta, you know, I make sure they're happy first. Definitely. But, yeah. But I, yeah, but definitely I can, I, I paint for everybody. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn anybody away. Great, man. Awesome. Perfect. We'll promote you up here for sure. Awesome. I appreciate that. All right, Jay, man, we really appreciate you coming on the blue line hockey club tonight. And, uh, this will, uh, We'll get you a little plug here at the end of the show and we'll put your website up on our website and push people to you. Yeah, thanks for sharing your awesome. story. For sure. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Well, definitely, uh, whenever you guys want me to come back on, I got I got plenty of stories, man. I'll talk to you. Uh... All right. <laughs> Perfect. All right, man. Good luck. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I appreciate Look it. Look forward to seeing your work, too, bud. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have All a good right, one. See you, Jay. All right. Bye. Jason Livery from... Headstrong graphics, man. That's a pretty cool occupation right there. I don't know if he could have said when he was a kid, I want to grow up and paint goalie masks. You know, that's uh, kind of something cool. He doesn't have to leave his house anymore and just go out to his, his studio and paint. So yep. yeah, it's good to see someone doing something you love like that. A lot of people get stuck in a desk job and hate going to work every day. And so he's pretty fortunate to do something yeah. like that. You know, I think we were talking earlier that uh, I, I remember the first time that a goalie, when I was playing minor hockey, it had to be, you know, 92 to 95-ish, somewhere around there. A goalie, Mark Spadacini was my goalie. He got that first new mask, and um, it was pure white. And um, I don't even think painting was involved then. Um, that came a couple years after. But, uh, I, I, you know, you guys probably remember, too, um, Lee Jennison got his first mask. I just remember all those, the new mask came out and that was so cool that I, I remember when Mark got his mask that I actually, I picked it up and I looked at it and it was just so, you know, so cool to have a new mask like that. Yeah. And, and, now, and now what it is today, you know, having Jay on, it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of, it's neat talking to him because actually one of the goalie helmets I remember from being a kid and Jay being from Chicago was Eddie Belfort with that big eagle on the side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of neat, but uh, cool guy, man. Really cool guy. And uh, it's, you know, at the Blue Line Hockey Club, we try to give people that listen kind of all aspects of the hockey world. And this is kind of one of those little 
hidden corners of the world that nobody thinks about really that goes into the game, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, how many times we say there's no two paths to the NHL? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, so there's a whole history behind goalie masks. And we had Grant Furon and, you know, from the old Jason-type masks. And, you know, that was – I think they painted those a little bit back then. And then it went to uh, you know, the Dominic Hasek-type style, which he wore forever. And he had the flat mask on the old uh, Bauer helmet. Cooper, you know, yeah. Yeah, Cooper helmet or whatever the hell it was. There weren't too you know, many wearing that style of mask, though. Not the one with this the straight mask and stuff, but you know, from the regular hockey helmet with just a regular mask type deal with a yeah. big plastic chin guard under it. You know, and now you have these fancy masks, which I think evolved to what the catchers use today in at the Major League Baseball. Yeah, the the first mask ever painted was. Uh, Jerry Cheevers of uh, I want to say Detroit. I'm probably wrong on that. Bruins. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're right. The Bruins. You think um, you'd be in a Bruins fan? Fucking know that. I would Hello. Know Hello. Uh, with the stitches on the mask, and uh, ever since that uh, goalie started painting their mask. So, um, yeah, actually, Adam Wood's father had a Harley with uh, yeah. all the stitches on his tank. So, Boston Bruins fan. No doubt. Remember after all the like those masks you're talking about, Pat became you know popular. The one one piece he still had, Robbie, right? Uh, Dominic Hasek, Sabers. He still used to, he would wear that same ugly friggin' ugly thing, no, no neck guard on, just love it, flopping her, flopping around like a fish, making saves. But had to love it. All right, boys, let's transition into a little bit of the NHL this week. It's been a pretty busy week and uh, a lot of goals being scored in the NHL. That's for sure. How's everybody's? How's everybody league doing? Did, well, just getting to the goals, what Mark just said. Did you yeah. see the goals the other night, Mark? What were those scores? Nine to six, <laughs> nine to six, four, five, six, five. Crazy. Yeah, Calgary game. Calgary won nine to six. Like, what the hell, man? Oh, I mean, just got to get to the point where, all right, we got enough scoring in the NHL. Maybe we can let them touch each other again. You know, <laughs> like, holy Too shit. Too much scoring. You know, and I watched a little bit of it. Uh, well, watched a lot of hockey this week, and, you know, something I did notice is that some of these guys dangling through the middle of the ice and the defenseman, like, swinging sticks at them. You know, like, what happened to stepping up and hitting the guy? You know, is that going to get a penalty or, like, you can't hit him like that? Or it seems like there's, you know, before if you tried to come through the middle and dangle around, you know, you'd get some body contact, which now it seems more like they swing the sticks with one hand and yeah, I don't know. That's what the, the NHL wants, yeah. so, you know. We're getting score a lot of goals, man, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the last night, I mean, I think the lowest scoring game was, you know, five goals, which is like a three to two game. But, uh, you know, six, five, nine, six, five, four. Um, even one of the announcers was saying, like, it used to be like when you were, I think it was the Penguins were playing and they were up three goals in the first period. And that used to be like game over. Game but, over. But, you know, saying now it's almost you have to be up four goals to, almost you know run away with it penguins ended up winning six to three that same night nine goals scored nineteen you know so it's just unbelievable and you see some of these guys with you know 40 points now you know the top scores in the league you know that's part of it patrick line a at five goals in one game that's it jesus yeah. like watching the like watching the nfl now it's like there's no defense anymore or something i mean it's like kind of ridiculous actually but it's good. It's good for people watching. I think people that are watching these games want to see that stuff. But I, 
like we talked about a million times, I'm kind of old school. I miss I miss seeing people get wrecked and people. Yeah. You know, like I think Pat, I think you uh, sent something out today on Twitter, and it was like, you know, where are these games gone? Like where you know, just off a of face off, like line brawl. The whole line just brawls. You know, it's like I, I miss that kind of stuff too. But you know, this is high power offense. I guess is the way of the world now. So. I mean, like I said earlier, that's what the NHL wants. And, uh, you know, the NHL salary cap just went up. They uh, just came out with that. It's like $4.9 million increase. Um, the sales, the revenue of the NHL is up by 8%. So, um, you know, Seattle's getting a new team. They're growing the NHL, so uh, that's what they want. So I, I guess if they're going the other way, we could uh, rip on them a little bit more about the old school hockey, but they're going in the right direction. Yeah, just to touch on that before we get into the expansion of Seattle and the, the salary cap thing, the uh, Tom Wilson had another questionable hit last week um, since our last, last podcast where he kind of hit a guy in the back after he got rid of the puck, cheap shot, knocked him, knocked him on his ass pretty good. I don't think he got any trouble for it, but then uh, last night, or was it tonight? I think it was last night. Last night. He got his bell rung by Reeves from Vegas. You know, a little karma came back to uh, Tom Wilson, he, and uh, Reeves got suspended for a game. They don't think he's going to lose any money over it. But, you know, I was thinking, you know, we had Dougie Smith on the other night. If there was an enforcer on that fourth line still, would Tom Wilson be hitting people like that? Would Reeves be hitting people like that? You know he you wouldn't. Know, these these you cheap shots, when the puck's gone, when Tom Wilson got hit by Reeves, it was a, you know, blindsided hit. He didn't see it coming. He didn't have the puck. No fight yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, to, no to one injure one somebody on your team like that would have been a bench-clearing brawl. No fight whatsoever. Reeves is the fighter for uh, Vegas, so, you know, he was willing to – anyone that wanted to fight him, he would have fought him. But no one on Washington even, you know – oh, scrum for it. Nothing. Didn't even wash his face or anything. Yeah, and where's somebody out blasting Tom Wilson for a dirty hit? You know, like maybe that needs to come back a little bit. Maybe there needs to be a tough guy because some of these guys are yeah, you're right, you know, Mark. cheap shots. You know, and the suspensions are are there, but you know, what's to stop them if they're not going to get their ass beat? You know, it's like yeah, I yeah, don't know. keep doing it if it keeps going on like this. They're they're going to have to bring it back, right? Especially but, if it's a, one of your better players. Like I mean, Tom Wilson deserved it, but he is one of their better players. He could have been hit. Could have been out with a concussion. Who knows? Um, you know, the concussion is a big thing now. So if you're blasting these guys with cheap shots and you're getting a game of misconduct, oh, well, sit out yeah. a game. But if you're going out and then, you know, the next time you play that team and, the, you know, you got a goon on the bench going to beat your ass somebody? and we think twice. Yeah, yeah. You won't do that again, right? Yeah, especially not, not even those two will. guys because they're pretty tough guys. But, you know, some of the – other hits that I've seen, like I think it was Zucker for the Wild, left his feet a couple games ago and, and smashed the guy pretty good. And he didn't get a penalty or anything, but, you know, a hit like that, left his feet, knocked the guy on his ass pretty good, you know, kind of a cheap shot. But, where, you know, where who's protecting him? I mean, who's on, who on the Wild's going out to protect him? Foligno? I mean, I don't know. Who's a tough guy? You know, yeah, that's who it they're is. They're asking Greenway to fight. I mean, they've been praising his play, his tough play behind the net and in the corners and all that kind of stuff, but they're not expecting any of those guys to fight. Yeah, they actually, you know, don't want them to. No. I think, I mean, even if you brought the enforcer back, you're, you're still going to see those kind of those kind of hits, but 
that at, at the end of the day, with an enforcer on the ice, it, those kind of hits are going to have repercussions, you know. So yeah. uh, I'd like I'd like to see that come back myself, but uh, we're, we're we're moved to a different brand of hockey nowadays. And who knows? Like uh, you know, Dougie said, Smitty, it might come around. Everything does a full circle. That's so right. That's if right. You, if uh, this keeps happening, you know, everyone's going to look for an enforcer, especially if you're your franchise player who you're paying, you know, $11 million a year, let's say Tavares starts getting hurt. Well, I'm going to put a fucking fighter on the Toronto bench there down on the, down on the corner next to the backup goalie. And if someone hits Tavares, that motherfucker is going to get, you know, get the green light and he's going out to fight someone. It's called an insurance policy. Yeah. An insurance policy. Well, speaking of the Toronto Maple Leafs guys, we got to talk about the, uh, the signing of, of the week with Nylander. Nylander. Yep, they signed him. Uh, Pat, you probably know the exact number. I think six, some, six, six point, point something six. million. Yeah. 40, I was just saying, 40 million, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. And then, you know, with the salary increase that they just that they just increased, um, gives Toronto a little bit of room to play with, but they still have to, like we talked about last podcast, they still have to sign Austin austin matthews once his entry level comes up but i think i think with the increase it leaves him with like 26 million yeah, um, i think the cap will sit at 84 now 84 million something like that right yeah yeah i don't think he'll uh end up they'll trade him away have some other team pay his uh pay that 6.9 i wanted to say or 6.4 i don't know exact um they'll trade him away by the end of the year i mean matthews is going to want at least what do you guys think? At least nine million a year, oh, yeah, right? yeah. At the very least, yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> Eichel got Eichel got eight, and David got what ten? Yeah. Tavares, what Tavares get? Eleven. Eleven? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's going to be up there. Eichel's getting getting ten million a year, so, yeah, so he's going to be in that range, man. Yeah, so he'll be getting ten around ten million. You know, he's been on fire since he came back. I. Um, I saw that he's had 15 goals in 14 games, so um, you know he's he's producing. He, did, he was hurt, did but you watch him the other games, night, Mark, but... when he put, when they played the Wild, his goal. So yeah. a a guy, I think uh, Enos from uh, who used to play for the Wild, Tyler Enos, played for Buffalo. Yeah, he did a saucer pass to Matthews over a defender's stick. Matthews batted it out of the air. Dropped it right down in front of his stick, batted it out of the air, dropped it down, and then fucking roofed it. Like, (laughs) unbelievable. Like, wasn't there there a goal too that he scored that was like, you know, basically happened? It was a block shot. I can't remember what team they were playing, but it wasn't a block shot off the guy's shin pad. Puck bounced in the air and he hit it out of the air, backhand, like roofed it. Goalie didn't even react, basically. (laughs) He's just on a whole nother level. It's unreal. So while we're on the topic of uh, Toronto, they've been a little tight-lipped about when Nylander's coming back, but I did see an interview with him today that um, he's he's told the press he's playing tomorrow night. So um, it looks like he's going to be in the lineup. I don't know who's going to be getting, you know, booted off what line. It didn't get to that point, but it was uh, it was kind of funny to see him come out and say, yeah, I'm going to play tomorrow because no one else has said when he's coming back. So it looks like he's going to be in the lineup tomorrow for them. So a lot of firepower for the Leafs. I mean, he's a stud. You got to put him on the top two lines, right? It's going to be interesting, yeah. Well, we uh, 
I think get into a little bit what's going on, guys. I see that uh, the Anaheim Ducks have won four in a row. Uh, they've been hot. The goalie for the the Phoenix Coyotes has been on fire. They think they've won four in a row. So some of these teams that have struggled are starting to win. The Wild were in a little downturn until they won last night. They lost like three in a row, I think. They won last night, but um, Penguins Red finally won a game. The Red Wings have been coming back. They've actually been coming up in the standings pretty good. So they uh, lost in a shootout. Yeah. How about those Sabres, Pete? How are they doing? Um, The Sabres are doing all right. They're on a skid right now. but Fourth in the league, they're doing all right. I mean, they're up there. I mean, who would have predicted this? I mean, How many did they get in a row? Did they get to 10 in a row? They're 17 and what? 17 and 8. Oh, that, but I mean that win streak. Did they get to 10 in a row? 10 they in a row. They got to 10 in a row, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then they lost a few, but I mean, that's expected. You can't keep winning every night, especially in this league when you're playing against, you know, those type of caliber teams. That, you know, ten it's tough row. to win every night. Yeah, that's 10's really pretty good. good. Yeah, so the, the top five teams in the NHL right now overall is Tampa's on top with 43 points. Toronto's in second with 40, Nashville's with 39 in third place, and then Buffalo's in fourth with 38. Um, Colorado's up there in fifth, 37th, and then you have Winnipeg um, in 36. So you got three teams out of the Central Division in the top six with uh, Buffalo, Toronto, and Tampa right up there too. So it's pretty tough league. Central's uh, representing pretty good, but... Um, yeah, Tampa's up there. The Tampa's been doing pretty well too. The Tampa goalie's been on fire, right? Uh, I think yeah. they, bring, they bring the back up in there. Yeah, and also um, with Tampa, somebody I wanted to talk about was Braden Point. Braden Point, he has been on point big time. Yeah, really big. I think he's got twenty goals, and um, he's been a force with Kucherov there. Um, they've been like a dynamic duo there, back and forth, and that's been a big part of their offense this year. So he's uh, definitely been a win for them for sure yeah uh Kucherov has play, but... 42 points right now so he's third yeah and then, uh, Braden Point has 20 goals so he's second in goals yeah and a lot of those goals came from first assist from Kucherov and yeah. we watched them play it's a you know those guys are, are pretty good together so yeah. the Bruins actually I don't know if you've seen them play but you know, they've been struggling they've had a lot of energies and you know trying to keep the band-aids on but it's uh been a tough road for them. I think they lost five nothing the other night, so they've been hit or miss. McAvoy's not back out there yet. I think he's coming back here soon, right? I haven't heard anything on McAvoy. Have you? If I can impress yeah. anyway. Well, he's been skating with the teams. He's uh, you know practicing, but uh, nothing, um, no word yet on when he's coming back. But I'm soon he'll be. I'm assuming he'll be back soon. A fan favorite. For the Blue Line Hockey Club, Jordan Big Greg Greenway, or some would call him the mailman, uh, <laughs> has been carrying the mail behind the net. And uh, the last game, they had an interview with him before the game. It must have been like a 10-minute spiel. They interviewed him for like a minute, and then they went on to his highlights and well, talked about him. And they, they talked about him the whole game. Yeah, the whole game off and on. Pat <laughs> um, sent an article out today about the coach talking very highly of him. I mean, he played great against Vancouver. It was like somebody lit a fire under his ass. Yeah. Um, you know, he was really hustling and uh, getting some opportunities and shooting the puck a lot more. I noticed 
Um, before he was passing first, shooting second. Now he seems to be firing the puck when he gets the opportunity. So he's, he had plenty of opportunities the other night. He had four shots on goal, season high for him. So confidence it's good to see. He's building confidence. Yeah, it's good yeah. to see. He's starting to hear like every game that he plays in, the people that are kind of announcing the game are like, oh, this is one of the best games we've seen Greenway play. But they're saying that every game now. So I mean, Yeah, it's, it's getting monotonous, same thing. Yeah. And, and I say the same thing too. It is. It's just he's getting better and better and, you know, his coach had a post-game interview, and I guess he told Jordan, you know, you guys, that third line can cycle the puck. They've been cycling the puck like crazy, like three times in a row. And he's like, you know, that's, you can do that, but eventually someone has to take it to the net. And uh, so Jordan, he said, and Jordan's been taking that puck to the net, taking it hard. Um, Arison X has been taking it hard to the net too. So that third line, I mean, like Mark and I said, and, We've been watching every game, every shift, everything that um, they're producing. They came out fire on fire, and uh, it was yeah. almost like they were took something before they got out there. Or something they're <laughs> on fire. So, Pat, like we talked about before, with the third line in the Minnesota Wild, um, you know, I had mentioned I thought Nito Niederreiter should be on that line instead of Felino, and they actually this week they put him up there. So Felino's back on the fourth, and they put him instead. Of, he went from the first to the fourth and yeah. now they got him on the third and i think that was a big move i think he plays well with, with eric Sinek and greenway well i, I think, think that was Bru- Duol, you know bruce actually heard our last podcast that's why i'm totally yeah. yeah. his coach yeah. to be surprised uh koivu hasn't been doing much man he's their captain he's a center on the first line and you know they got coil playing with him now in parisi but parisi's been producing coil Nah, not, he's been playing well. He hasn't been producing too much, but Coyle and uh, Coyview need to step it up. That Zucker-Granlin line, I mean, they, they seem to produce every game. I think that's their best line, to be honest, but yeah. um, I think they've got them figured out. Yeah, Dumba's, Dumba's on fire. That guy fucking fires the puck every time he gets a chance. Leads, <laughs> leading defenseman, I believe. He's got the most goals for a defenseman. He shoots it, man. Every time he gets a chance, he just takes a slap shot fucking cranks it and it'll go right by like guy's head in front of the net and I can't believe some of the forwards are like jesus man keep it down a little bit <laughs> See, this lets uh, it ride. those boys are uh, on a three-game road trip they had vancouver last night calgary tomorrow yeah. and then um san jose maybe i forget who they play um, Derek, you want to talk about the rangers at all yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't followed them that, that much recently. I know they, they were on a pretty good little streak but uh, as a young team. But as of late, i got to be honest with you, I haven't watched a ton of hockey with a, with a uh, two-month-old little baby in the house. But the uh, Oh, excuses, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's, uh, they're sitting at fourth, you know, in the, uh, in the Eastern Conference. So, I mean, a team that was probably picked to be a cellar dweller this year, I think by most of us, except for me. Yeah, um, for uh, sure. You know they're definitely outperforming uh, what they should be doing, and I think a lot of that it's got to you got to give the coach a lot of credit for that. You know he's rallying a bunch of young kids, you know to to perform. So I mean when you got a bunch of young guys that are fresh to the league, you know mixed in with some, you know you got the, still got the Zuccarellos and the Criders and Lundquist, you know kind of the veteran presence there. But you got to give a lot of credit a lot of credit to Quinn for you know rallying those young guys and getting them playing hard every game in and game out so um i've been impressed man i really have been impressed it's, it's it's surprising where they sit even to me even though i thought they would do decent but uh, it, it's an impressive run they're on and hopefully you know they can keep this going 18th in the league it's not bad 
No, no, not at all. The Devils uh, have been terrible as of late. I watched them play Tampa Bay the other night. They got beat 5 nothing or something. They just got smoked, and uh, they look terrible. Um, they need to pick it up. looks like they're going in the wrong direction. I don't know if you guys saw that the Islanders actually played for the first time back in the Coliseum the other night. I did hear that. Getting a win in the Coliseum. So I think they're gonna, they've got a, like 25 games they're going to play in the Coliseum this year. First goal so. scored in there since when? The 90s or some shit like that? Mm. Oh, no, been, they were playing in a Coliseum until the Brooklyn place was built. So that was only a few years ago. No, yeah. I yeah, I mean, I saw them back in 2000s. <laughs> yeah, Robbie went to school right across the street from the Coliseum in Hempstead, one of the dirtiest little cities in Long Island. So it's I, I don't know why they want to go back to to the Hempstead area, but that that rink does have a lot of tradition. So they seem to play well there, and uh, maybe that's a little change of pace. Uh, the fan base loves them being on the island instead in Brooklyn. So yeah. that might be a little boost for those guys. Speaking of uh, old arena and uh, awesome fan base, um, Seattle just got an NHL team um, just announced. That's huge. You're going to play in the um, Seattle Central Arena, which has been there for a while. Um, the actual there's been a couple teams that play there, but uh, yeah, Seattle got an expansion team, which is huge, which brings the NHL to 32 teams. Um, Arizona is going to the Central Division. They're going to put Seattle in the uh, Pacific, and um, that's huge for the sport of hockey. And Seattle's a cool city, man. It's going to be awesome. They had. Um, I think it was 10,000 deposits were made in 12 minutes when their campaign started in March of this year. Um, there was actually uh, fans at um, Henry's Tavern in Seattle where um, it's a bar, and they actually watched the um, NHL Board of Governors um, announce the um, expansion team. It was like at 6 o'clock in the morning, so these guys are at the bar at 6 o'clock boozing. Um once they announced it, it was just crazy, you know, and they interviewed a bunch of fans from Seattle and everyone's really excited to, um, to get that team. And, um, TJ Oshie is actually from Seattle, Washington. So everyone was talking that they want to get TJ back in, uh, Washington, um, uh, playing over there. And, uh, but overall it's, it's pretty cool that Seattle's getting a team. Yeah, I know that when I was watching the Wild game against Vancouver last night, they were talking about how uh, Vancouver and Seattle are only two two hours apart. So that's going to be a good rivalry uh, right off the get-go, kind of like uh, Buffalo and Toronto, you know, right next yeah. to each other there across the borders. So that'll be uh, – and San Jose's not too far from there either, so there'll probably be a little a love loss there. Same yeah, the rink, the rink in Seattle, it's called the Key Arena, and um, – <laughs> It'll go, and I, I was reading earlier, it's going to go in under an $850 million renovation. Uh, the Seattle Supersonics used to play there. They had uh, some WNBA teams that played there. Um, they, they were saying that the only thing that will stay in that arena is there's apparently like an iconic roof to the roof. Race. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. But basically, uh, it was built like in the World Fair, like in the early 1960s. So it's an old place, but they're going to keep the roof. And basically everything underneath will be renovated. And that's, I think the groundbreaking was like immediately. I mean, they're already like the work has begun basically. So that's pretty cool. That is yeah, awesome. I heard that the arena is going to definitely be done by 2021. And yeah. the uh, that they're thinking about hiring the GM 
two years ahead instead of one to get a little leg up on um, you know, some recruiting. So, and uh, the other big topic is how, you know, what Vancouver or not Vancouver Vegas did to manipulate their expense expansion draft and to, you know, they've kind of played around with a little bit to get better players and manipulated some of the other GMs to, you know, get some guys that they wanted and sort of, they know the game now and people aren't going to fall for it. So it's going to be a little harder <laughs> for them to, you know, get those key players like Vegas did. Same, same format as Vegas. Um, so we'll see how it works. Um, what was a, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but yeah, it's going to be the same format as uh, the Vegas. So the, when the Vegas had to pick their team, so we'll see what happens. Um, Un, you know, six hundred and fifty million dollars they paid to get in the league. So the price tag has gone up uh, one hundred and fifty million since Vegas, and it just came out. You saw an article, I think, guys, that uh, the, on the top ten Forbes list, the, the Rangers were on there. One point five billion is how much the Rangers franchise worth. It's like the you know top ten of all sports fr franchises. I think yeah, they have to on there. One point three. Um, you know, so I think they have Vegas in at like 500 million. So they aren't kind of, they're not really worth what they paid to get in the league, but you know, it, it kind of makes it like, okay, paid 600 million. All right. Some of these teams are worth, you know, five, 600 to a billion dollars to the Rangers, a billion and a half, you know, so it makes it a little bit easier for those people to pony up the money. Cause yeah. the league's doing so well. Vegas will get there though. You know, Rangers have been original six teams <laughs> over the years, man. It'll it'll gain gain value for sure. So it's not so, going to lose value. So a little tidbit: the owner of the Seattle team, um, he actually is an investor in the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. So he actually uh, fronted fronted a little money for that arena. Um, the Seattle um, paper, I think it's the Seattle Times Forum or something, did a uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, you know, like. Survey. A survey? survey. There you go, Derek. Survey and, yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> a survey for some team names for you know the upcoming team. And um, I think there was like eighteen thousand people that voted, and the number one name that came out was the Seattle Sockeyes. So you know, Salmon Sockeyes. Then it came down to the Totems, Seattle Totems, so Metropolitan, Metropolitan Steelheads. Well, they don't have an official name out there yet, though, right? No, I'm still going with the Grinders. I like the Grinders. Seattle Grinders. grinders. I Just think it's going to be the, the Saints because Vegas took the Golden Knights, so I'm assuming Seattle's probably going to go for the Saints. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't even know how they got that. I mean, if it's the Golden Knights or the Clarkson Golden Knights, how can another – I think they had to sign off on it for the Vegas to use that as a mascot because I'm sure it's trademarked, right? Yes, they did. It's an army name, actually. The Golden Knights is like a platoon, you know, like the Airborne Division. The Golden Knights is a division. So they actually had to go through the army and then whoever else had the name, like Clarkson, and had to get permission. So, yes, they did do that. Well, I think Seattle, what, you're going with the Grinders, Pat? I just say the Grinders is because uh, Starbucks was formed out in Seattle and grinders <laughs> grind coffee. They grind a lot of weed out there, you know, they yeah. roll a joint and um, workers grind, nine, you know, nine to five. Seattle Grinders, man. 
Could be the Seattle homeless. I mean, I know they got a lot of those there. Seattle fog was the other one I thought. <laughs> Fucking fog out there. Sanctuary you know, City. You ever see how they have a? <laughs> they have like a crew that has to go clean up all the feces from the homeless people in Seattle. We got that right here in Nashville. Like Jesus, how'd you like that job? Mm. Well, what guys, it's pretty. What about the Seattle weird. Grunge? Nirvana Seattle style. Grunge. Oh, there we go. Oh, garage bands. There you go. Anyways, anyways, boys, that's a pretty exciting week. I mean, Wednesdays there's only one game tonight. I think it's out in San Jose or something. I think there's uh, three games, wasn't there? I think St. Louis was playing. Let me check real quick here. I believe there's uh, three. While you're checking, I gotta tell you. You know, for the Pacific Conference, I was surprised to see some of the movement. Calgary is in first place right now. Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, man. Uh, what, Johnny well. Gaudreau out there? Yep. Matthew Kachuk pissing people off out there. I heard uh, they set off a cannon the other night at the beginning and warm-ups or whatever, and Gaudreau almost shit his pants. Like he, <laughs> ducked. He, he ducked when they sh- shot the cannon off during warm-ups. Hello. So Matty um, Kachuk out there is playing uh, pretty uh, ballsy. Gr- uh, grinder. How can we use yeah. the word grinder again? Grinder way of hockey out there. He's he's not afraid to get his nose in there. Those Kachuk boys aren't. There's I, uh, I like that. I like that. Three games. Three games. Yeah, three games. Three games tonight. Yeah. Oilers and Blues are tied up. They're in OT right now. Uh, Blackhawks play the Ducks out in Anaheim, obviously at ten thirty. Hurricanes are out at the Sharks um, tonight, 10.30. So, Mark's got to stay up and watch those games. Let us know how those turn Report out. Report back in the morning. I'll probably early, catch early. Last night, I mean, I couldn't keep up with it. There must have been 10 games last night. I was flipping back and forth before the Wild game. I had you don't have 10 TVs? I had the whole wild, the wild game on until, Jesus, that was a late one last night. But yeah. they pulled it off. That was a close game. They almost lost it in the third but they ended up uh getting a w so that was the w they needed because they were on a little lose, losing streak there back to so back power game. play goals yeah yeah it was a five on three and they scored quick into that power play and zucker scored again yeah like, what, like smart, 30 seconds later yeah yep, so grandland is, is nasty on that power play he seems to you know be the guy that's feeding feeding zucker for those goals so you go to uh Playing against his brother last night. You go to NHL.com and um, the mailman's on the front cover. They know. Yeah, so if uh, any of you guys have We're not going to call him the mailman. We're going to stick with Big Rig. Yeah, we've coined the Big Rig phrase for a while now, so we'll uh, give him the benefit of the doubt, and hopefully that mailman thing fades and keeps the Big Rig going. Yeah. Can you get back to Seattle? Is there, like, whale watching out in Seattle? Pat, you... You know, I, maybe, you, maybe you could bring back like the Seattle Whalers, you know, like the Hartford Whalers back in the day. I don't know. That's, good. That's a good question. Look where your head's at. Trademark. You can get a little bit. Of, maybe we can make some money off that. They maybe. choose it. Well, let's. Uh, can we franchise that or something? Seattle, <laughs> the Seattle Whalers. Trademark it. So for the the local listeners out there, we do believe Wade Negan is getting called back up, and. Well, uh, hey. Yeah, I think I, I saw something yesterday because they had a couple of injuries. They had one guy get hurt in a fight. He's going to be out a month with a broken hand. And awesome. then they had a sus- suspension too. So I think he's coming up. Um, from what I heard, 
he should be hitting the lineup again. So check out the the wings for Wayne Negan and Jimmy uh, Hart. Another article, I and I don't remember exactly where it was, but they were talking about how they went on a, a skid when they let him go back down. He's on North Country now, I think, or the Penny Saver. Penny Saver. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think I could, uh, Johnny Shaver, one of our one of our guests once in a while. He's a big Wings fan and. He sent me a little clip yesterday about the same thing Rob was saying is that um, they're looking forward to getting back in the lineup. So hopefully yeah, Wade gets Wade, gets Wade deserves to be in the league, I think. He, he's, uh, I think so, too. Yeah, why not? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's a definitely, like, I mean, come on now. He can, He's definitely at least a third-line player in the NHL, you know, for sure. I mean, he, he belongs up there. So Very productive. Wade, he was Wade, playing with the confidence of a, a veteran player. You know, as a you know, a guy that's just trying to crack the lineup, playing that you know solid. Anybody see the men's league? Anybody see the CHL going on? Championship hockey league? I don't know what it is. Some kind of European championship. Rob's uh, been following that. Ask him. He knows. One of the cool things I saw, um, I was watching a little bit of a game today, and the leading scorer of the tournament wears like a, a blue. Like, like a jersey on the back of his jersey so the back of his jersey has no number and it just says like leading scorer on it so there's no number and the front looks exactly the same but the back is like blue and it just says leading scorer and i guess that's like typical for european hockey tournaments never heard of it yeah getting into that real quick and then we can end it but do you guys see the carolina hurricanes they do that whole um, like European celebration at the end of the games. Have you guys seen any of that where yeah. they did, they did yeah. like the domino and Don Cherry yeah. and a bunch of NHL analysts were like, what the fuck? Like, Calling it peewee I'm, shit. I'm, I'm not into that at all. I don't like it. They do the stupidest fuck. Like they dance and shit. They like slide on their butts and do the row, like the canoe row. I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know any – I don't know – is it – for like the fans or I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what the, I just think it's fucking Mickey mouse bullshit. It might be like a team building for them, you know, some kind of cohesive type thing. But uh, one thing we didn't touch on guys that happened this week, uh, Pat's buddy got hired in Philly to be the new GM. So did he call you before he signed that contract? Well, he did call me and I, you know, I told him, Hey, listen, you know, he was working with one other team, and I told him it was probably a good move. Um, Chuck Fletcher is now the uh, GM of Philly, and um, yeah, I'm moving, moving my family down, and uh, I'm on the board of directors. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna decide where the helmets get painted. I heard. Yes, that's my job. Bartender. I think we covered everything else. I don't think any coaches were fired this week or anything like that. Not that I know of. No. So. Rob didn't get kicked out of men's league. He's still going. So everything's good, yeah. Yeah. Everything's good, guys. Uh, no. Hey, how many goals out. you got this year? Warm-ups or games? Uh, uh, are we counting warm-ups? Yeah. Did you warm up the goalie? How many times did you hit the crossbar in warm-ups? Crossbar, probably two or three times. Okay. Right. Nope. Blue pucks or black pucks? <laughs> Orange. I don't know if you guys know what blue pucks are because I don't know if you got your kids. Yeah, little kids use them. It's stupid. Yeah. 
So you feel like a fucking, I go out there with my kids practice and I feel like Wayne Gretzky shooting that fuck around, man. <laughs> like the corners like nothing. <laughs> and shoot at the length of the ice in the air. I'm like, geez, I'm really good. Backhander. Rob, though, how many goals you got? Yeah, let um, him probably I escape this one. five. Five. How many games? Goals. Ten games. Many games. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Every oh, other. Three once in a while, you gotta take a game off here and there. You gotta take a game off. Oh, I definitely take a couple games off here and there and everywhere. I heard your back checking slacking a little. My back checking has always been a problem. A lot yeah, of watching. A lot of watching. I'm a I'm a far goal line to you know center ice kind of player. You can throw your stick a long way though, in case you have to. <laughs> if you stay back, they can just give you a quick outlet and you can shoot. Hey, yeah. one of my goals, uh, I've had a couple breakaway attempts, but. One hey. of the goals was breakaway. You're still boy. in the zone for sure. That a boy. Just got to put it on my stick. Well, we we have Christmas coming up, guys, so we got to give a little shout-out. Pat's wearing his 2-4 hockey gear tonight. like to see that. Actually, my wife was sporting 2-4 hockey gear this afternoon. Nice. Uh, got to love their gear. They have stuff for women, men, kids, everybody in between. So you still got a couple of Christmas gifts that you need to get for the fam. 24hockey.us or 24hockey.ca is the place to go for all your hockey gear. Uh, Patrick, let's give us the promo code for 24hockey for the 15% off. It's 12BLHC, 15 off. 12, the month of December, BLHC, 15 off. That's 15 off your entire order. Like Mark said, they do have pretty sick gear. I'm wearing a 24hockey V-neck. It's uh, pretty comfortable work to work today and um, exercise some uh, old thought. My chest there looks great coming out of the, just that little peak, the V, top of the V there. It's it's just kind of, it's kind of, you know, like, just it's, it's, like three, there's like three chest hairs just kind of like climbing over the edge. It looks I try, I leave them to send an aroma to the women. I, yeah. <laughs> I did hear they were going to ask you to model that, Robbie. Make sure this maybe we could send this to two four and they could put it on their website. Probably sell a lot more of those shirts. He's forgot oh. about the screenshots. Fuck. <laughs> Good episode, guys. It was great to have Jason Livery on. Um, great perspective on where these goalie masks come from and uh, behind the scenes. So check out uh, HeadstrongGraphics.com. He's got some great work if you're a young goalie out there or if you're a goalie that's in the NCAA. Uh, get on there and check it out because he might be the guy to paint your next mask all right fellas great show until next time keep your stick on the ice Tell you. Peace. Yeah. keep your head up Gabe Bird. sweet out